Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and I've brought three studs along. Jim is the first one. Hello. Pete's my second favourite. Good as you are. And Luke's my third favourite. Alright. Yeah. Now you're not really. And it's your birthday today as well, isn't it? 31, no harm done. Depends on who, <laughs> which day you're listening, of course. You've done um, some harm as well, let's be honest. <laughs> every day's Luke's birthday in my head. And I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> oh, and he has. Uh, right, let's uh, begin. Now, gentlemen, I've been to nine weddings this year already. Too I mean, many. Incredibly popular. I've still got two more to go. <laughs> and that's not popular. Just, no, but that's just not the evening do. That's the whole day. <laughs> yeah, so, so there's money being spent on you. <laughs> <laughs> how and, many, not, and not given back. How many no. lamb lunches and chicken dinners have you eaten? Am I in the wrong room? There's some, <laughs> there's some, there's some beefy beef in there as well. Some beefy beef in there. <laughs> Easy, Jim. Um, right, uh, I'd like to know which manager would you not... Want as a father-in-law, Jim? Soonest. Really? Oh, imagine it. Imagine the, the pressure. Right, you'd have to go around here at Christmas. Right. What do you get him for Christmas? Yeah. It's going to have to be something like golf-related. It's going to be expensive. <laughs> probably won't. He probably won't even like it that much. You Anything know? alpha male-related is what. It yeah, absolutely. In the first meeting, imagine the first time you meet him. He's going to look, look, look into your soul yeah. with his steely Scottish eyes and just go so. You're fucking my daughter. <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. He'll two foot you. Yeah. And a, <laughs> an early F word. Yeah. You would. You would yeah, You'll, it's, you've it's planted a flag in my daughter's centre <laughs> section. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. I don't think you'd ever get over the stare and you would constantly be just sort of living in fear. He'd, he'd, you know, he'd give your wife away. He'd be there. Graham Soonis would be I, there I, I, I've married. met him and he was a nice bloke. If he started off with that mm. metaphor Pete just suggested, I'd be very impressed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, but well. there's nothing to say he will, though. No, it's true. No. Yeah. Okay. And you, you might say you've met him and he's a nice bloke, but you're not... Um, Easy. Interfering with his daughter, right? Yeah. So. Interfering. <laughs> the covenant of marriage. <laughs> yeah. There is, there is a bit of romantic purity out there still, Jim. Well. Um, yeah, it's in my pants, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Come and get it, ladies. <laughs> There's no ladies listening. <laughs> Pete, what have you got for us? I want to go for Phil Brown. Right. Because he'd mm. have plenty of advice for the uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the knight in particular. He'd lend you a fake tan. <laughs> <He would. laughs> the in particular. You'd have to you'd have to hang out with Phil Brown as well. Yeah, that is true. Just drinking, forming not brown ale in a. You could get a trip across America. Fire in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the honeymoon. <laughs> Do you want and to come in my sidecar? He'd take you and, the, and, and your wife on a honeymoon across America. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like a he's like Billy Connolly in many ways, isn't he? Not as good. I don't think it'd be bad. I think there'd be worse people out there to have like no, a beer with. No, it'd be embarrassing. You'd be like, oh, go on, Bennett. I've met yeah. Phil Brown. He's all right. Have you really? <laughs> yeah, I have. Are you going to say this for everyone? He's just well, lying. If you say people I've met, yes. <laughs> and I think are all I've right. I've met Goering. Yeah. <laughs> right, Luke, what have you got? Um, I would have to go for Harry Redknapp. Not, <laughs> only, not, only, not, <laughs> not only because I would, 
yeah, I'd, I wouldn't be held accountable for my actions yeah. because one minute I'd be in the, in the in the living room having a chat and he'd be talking about how much he likes me. Yeah. Next minute I'd be out the door. Wouldn't yeah. I? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Maybe trying to get other boyfriends in as well. Yeah, exactly. Also. My Sa- Sandra would be a better son-in-law than you. Mind you, he does well, have a nice confusing. house. He does have a nice house down Sandbanks. Yeah, true. I'd, I'd go to the pub with him. And his daughter is Louis, Louise Redknapp. Daughter-in-law. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you silly yeah, song. He'd make you, you play a wee. To, you get to meet Jamie, though, wouldn't you? Get to play nice. wee oh, yeah, oh, you're literally my brother. No. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> I'd go for a pint with him, with, with Harry Redknapp down the pub, and he'd just spend all his time looking at other blokes around my age. <laughs> yeah, I like him. Good, good lad. Yeah, good, good lad. lad. Good lad. Yeah, yeah, It's not for me to talk about somebody on the next table, but, you know, I will. He looks like a good lad. Um. I think he would improve this table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'd improve his conversation. Yeah. yeah, he'd find he'd find your wife another husband. Yeah, he would <laughs> quite quickly. Yeah. Okay, uh, Megson. No mm. explanation needed. <laughs> right, okay. On yeah. we go with the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, now I need to dish out some points. There was a big backlash. Uh, from some people that I got a hat trick from, last week, from most there? people I think yeah. no yeah. I had my own most group of three thinking it that's not true like Gaddafi I had my own uh, <laughs> set of stop comparing yourself <laughs> to Gaddafi that's the second week in a row and it's <laughs> not a good sign uh, that's true um, no I, you know you see points are given to the best answers if mine was the best answer I'd have a haul yeah but you cannot possibly be subjective this is the point I, I, I think I think your answer was the best answer last week thank but you but Point is, you're not in a position to be able to, to dish that out. You I am because yeah. I have the points, so I give them to whoever I want. Just do them. Um, disgrace. So this uh, is an overspeller. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're applying foundation on a mound of your own poop. Yeah. How? Last week you'd done well, but you'd had two weeks of just. So why can't I then take the points then? So you're saying I'm uh, I'm ineligible. So you're the corrupt ones. It's like. Alex Ferguson refereeing a Man United game. No, it isn't. Of course which, it is. Which I've seen him do. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done very well out of that. See, VF Boss has already started there, uh, yeah, exactly. putting in uh, complaints See, he's the forcing you to go on with the show. <laughs> he's forcing it. He's forcing it uh, through. Mine wasn't the best answer this week, so I'm not going to get the points. Luke's was the best answer, so oh, he gets the know. points. Birthday bias. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is the name of my new band. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works, people. There's Cheers, no guys. agenda here. Thanks very much. Mm. I went easy on you last season, but I now... I'm getting stuck in. So there well, we are. You're um, a horrid dictator comparing right. yourself to Gaddafi. The, uh, the the Premier League went on on the weekend, mm. and uh, Manchester United beat Chelsea three one in an incredible game, full of shocking misses and some lovely goals. Mm. Who would like to go first? Please, Jim. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a, uh, worth pointing out at first. It was a brilliant game, isn't it? One of the yeah. best I've seen so far this season. But uh, you know, United were very, very good, very sort of ruthless, which was the difference between them. But uh, Nanny's goal and uh, uh, Chris Smalling's goal as well were both. They should have been flagged offside. So United got quite lucky there. And it's it's interesting because they were really convincing, but at the same time, it showed that they're not invincible. It was a strange, yeah, kind of I know contradictive performance from United. Because it, it was just such an open performance. In the past, we've seen those games at the very top of the, of the Premier League. The sort of you in quotes top four and they've always tradi- well over the last few years have been very cagey they don't want to give anything mm. away they're almost scared to lose the game and they end up getting a bit disappointed it's not been that way this season at all so far and the United-Chelsea game was an excellent example of that it was so open yeah. it was back and forth back well, and forth the philosophies know. of all those sides are a lot more attacking than they've been generally mm. speaking in a long time you throw City into the mix and I mean even even they were quite pragmatic last season but yeah they, they were massively they're yeah. really really on the front foot all the time and it's great lads I think we're all forgetting that Torres did a really <laughs> 
funny miss. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was about to say, I don't know what you're talking it's about. That's not what I, I counted like 30 <laughs> seconds there without nobody mentioning it, because he did a really funny miss. We got an email from a Chelsea fan begging us not to rip him, and <laughs> I'm, af- I'm afraid. Like, <laughs> he's learned nothing about this show, has he? Yeah. However long he's been listening. I fe- I, do you know what, right? I felt really, really sick in my stomach when he yeah. missed that. Yeah. I was watching it, and you know when something really bad happens on the news, and, and you're just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that. It was, it was like that for yeah. me. The, you, the United been, fans celebrated it like it was a goal. Yeah. But for, yeah. I mean, I suppose sort of one class is driving to another. I know that. Um, <laughs> did I get away with that? Um, uh, no, I think that. He, oh, it was so. It was. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. That's basically what you're saying. I, I it was just terrible. Lost my words. I've got a point to make if you want. Yeah. <laughs> now, what I was going to say there before I just uh, nearly blew up, explode, um, is that I th- he rounded the keeper beautifully. And I thought, I immediately thought, oh my goodness, he scored two goals. They're right back in an interesting last eight minutes, all in the time before he missed. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. and I think he probably thought that as well. He just—it was a classic case of he thought it was already in. Guess yeah. who's back in it? He's in his head, get back again. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's oh, oh, double no, ultra your personal oh, demons. Yeah. It's worth pointing out that he just scored the goal of the day. It's yeah. such a shame. No, no, he scored the goal of the day. Okay, it was the second best goal of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the best Chelsea goal of the day. Yeah. Um, but the weekend, we could even but, say. But, I mean, realistically, in the context of his career at Chelsea, so the nine months that he's been there, mm. whatever mm. it is now, he where he would have gone a great long way to to, to re- rebuilding his confidence, being a shoe in to start the next important game mm. with two goals there. Even if they carried on and went on to lose the game, but he's just undone yeah. every piece of good work. He, he looked really good apart from that. Yeah, he, he, buzzed, he buzzed around. He was confident. His, his touch was quite sure. He linked up playing nicely mm. Took his goal wonderfully well Beautiful mm. finish You know I think he's back Well he was excellent In the Champions League Wasn't he And yeah. I think it'd be Interesting to see um, How long it is Before he gets another goal Because uh, he's he looking better Here's a stat for you First um, First league defeat For VS Boas In 17 months Yeah Ooh. Wow That's a long time That's isn't a beautiful it? stat yeah. Also it's an interesting stat, stat about Torres he's, uh, he's got four shots On target This season so far Which is uh, Not great Blimey no. Not great Including And now obviously The miss would have been Another one well, it would have been a goal, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> should have, yeah. should have, would have, could have. Yeah. Uh, Pete, will uh, the ground staff get a roasting from Alex Ferguson after Rooney lost his footing for the penalty? I don't think it was as much of a sort of lost footing as I've seen. Well, for example, the the, the Terry miss in the, the in, in the Champions League or, or the Beckham one. Yeah. It was. I think that possibly could have been recoverable if he wasn't going for the top right hand corner, which I think he probably was mm. doing. He did he seem to, to kick his own. It. He did yeah. seem to kick his own standing foot away as well. Maybe he was trying to kick his foot into the ball. <laughs> yeah. saw a really spectacular goal and just fluffed it. The most gutted bloke in, um, of the day was Gary Neville. He was beside himself. <laughs> it was either Sooness or Redknapp said, "Oh yeah, but they won the game. We'll have a laugh about that later." Neville was like, "No, he won't." <laughs> no, but Neville's like that though. Like, yeah, apparently, yeah. even after when, he, when England beat he Germany five-one in Germany, everyone's going, "Oh, we just beat Germany five-one in Germany." He's like, "Hey, we've still got another game to go." Do you know what I mean? He's, he's, yeah. he's like that. He was like that. I'm Neville not happy about that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> but even when the anchorman tried to move things on, yeah. every time Redknapp says something, he'll be, he'll be fine. He won't. He'll be, he'll be fine. He won't. He wouldn't <laughs> believe but, it. But that's why Neville got to you know playing so many. Finals and win so many leagues and yeah, all yeah. the rest of it because I love him as a pundit. Yeah, oh, he's a great pundit because he's obtuse <laughs> and furious. No, it's good to have an opinionated man. On there, he wasn't that blessed with a great amount of skill, was he? No, no yeah, so he's incredibly uh, what single-minded. I think the uh, yeah. hard-working, yeah, absolutely hard-working. Um, honed the basics. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of misses. That Ramirez had a great chance mm. in the first half. Rooney hitting the post with that one. It's mm. a bloody yeah. good match. Oh, it was just super. There has been some roastings in this Premier League season so far. So many goals, ridiculous. Goals are back, aren't they? I don't know if any of you guys know the. 
uh, reason for this. But you know, Cole's foul on Chicharito. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, Cole's booked, but there was no penalty. Well, Does the, anyone understand why the ball, that's was happened? Out, the ball was officially out of play when it right. happened? Which is a very, very, very tight decision. decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how the referee could have given that accurately, but he did. It, I'm that's what he mouthed. Apparently, it, it was. was a, he should have been. He should have been sent off for it. Dink. Yeah. Oh, it's it so high. So high. Yeah, yeah. Are we done with that game? I mean, so many things. Any more for any more? I can't wait for Blackburn Arsenal. I'm jumping at the bit. Well, let's keep talking about this one. <laughs> We're going to move down to London But it's just to Fulham uh, So far uh, Fulham 2 Manchester City 2 City dropping points 2-0 up yep. Fulham Bobby Zamora Deflected Danny Murphy You saw a look at that Z, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah You can't He's really account for that yeah, but Zamora scored a great goal. Though. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a very very decent hit. You just sort of think at this. I think I said it last uh, season when um, I think Manchester United dropped a few points. You're like, well, they'll not get that back. <laughs> Chelsea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chelsea, you've got this one all wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said to me, a Man City fan said to me, uh, you were there, you were there, Marcus. Was we I? were sitting having lunch, and a Man, oh, City, yeah. <laughs> a Man City fan said to us, I said, oh yeah, I was chatting to him. And I said, oh you know, tune up and um, you know, you've drawn two. Well, we went, yeah, sounds like the last twenty years, really, isn't it? <laughs> Not <laughs> <laughs> relegation promotion, you know. Georgia Kinkladza. <laughs> Keegan. I get the green to say, I just went, it's not that bad. But they were alright, you're still second. Yeah. Of the last yeah, exactly. Wow. You're in the Champions League, you're second. <laughs> Unless he'd just come out of a coma. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> maybe. That's the only yeah, it literally sums it up because that's all he's seen. Yeah. That yeah. one match. Dear, oh dear, but Aguero again um, on the score sheet. Twice. Uh, let's go to it's a machine let's, let's go to Spurs 4 Liverpool nil. Modric with a beauty mm. Renat says he needs a pay rise go, well, that, that, <laughs> Levy was absolutely hit that man. Has, he got a, has he got a filter because <laughs> like, you know, I, 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 so I presume everyone around this table has got like a, an, in, an internal monologue yeah. where they think loads of different things yeah. and they say some of them yeah if any get through they're edited out <laughs> I, like, I like to think of what comes out of my mouth yeah. the matter of quality mm. they, they are my best Bits. You have got nice boobs. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's wheeling and dealing within his own club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He can't help doing a favour for someone. That's no. what you're out there, no. don't worry. It's, pro- <laughs> it's, it's probably his ambition to be an agent. <laughs> his own agent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He would love that, wouldn't he? He'd get negotiate for himself. It was a goal of the weekend, though, by Modric. And, and, and I, thought, no, I thought no, this was myself. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but there we are. Spurs, <laughs> Spurs started off excellent. Xavi's got a few things to say about that. Has he? His well, death lob. Yeah, later will be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, uh, Levy. Surely he's going to get pissed off with Redknapp at some point and just Redknapp does make a point though. Redknapp's trying to force his hands and he because he just desperately doesn't want the to media. lose. He doesn't want to lose Modric. Does That's his only vehicle. I don't know. I don't know about that. He clearly doesn't know how to use the email system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. I, I think the game itself was 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 really really interesting to watch. Liverpool seemed completely at odds with what they've been like in the start of the season, mm. where they've actually started pretty well. Yeah, I mean, the two sendings off. Obviously, that's going to sort of just you know torpedo any side. But they started really badly as well. Mm. Spurs were all over them. For me, for me, that was a measure of the class of Scott Parker. Because Adam was oh, second yeah, to everything, yeah. second to everything, out of his depth completely against mm. Parker, mm. and he um, and he got his comeuppance because he couldn't get anywhere near him and. The, and the second challenge especially was a nasty one and, and it was a deserved red card I felt sorry for Skirtle because Carragher of all his experience and I, you know, I don't want to incur the wrath of too many Liverpool fans but Carragher's not looked great uh, this season at all and I was thinking to myself all that experience go and help your mate out yeah. go and help Skirtle out he's being roasted 
He mm. is being roasted here, and it, in a way, it wasn't even his fault he got sent off because yeah. there's nothing he could do. He had no protection or anything. He was completely hung out to dry. That's right. Uh, another team who scored four goals on the weekend were Blackburn, and it was against Arsenal. They only got three, so the scoreline finished four three. Mm. Um, Arsenal scored five. Only got two of those. <laughs> goals, <yeah. laughs> well, that's, uh, it doesn't doesn't go towards your tally though, uh, Jim. Happy scoring three away, or is it a bit of a kick in the teeth? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm goading you. You are, you are, you're literally goading me. Uh, well, obviously it's a, another ridiculous result, isn't it? And what's worrying is that it doesn't seem to matter who the personnel are, the same mistakes are there. It's, it's ludicrous. Seems, Can I um, ask you a question? A, a what, straight what's question. funny about that? <laughs> it's what Luke's about to say. Straight question. Has there ever been a funnier team in the Premier League? <laughs> because it's not like they're, they're, they're just, they've got a really good aptitude for just being hapless. Yeah, no, it is, it's a slap. Yeah, Koscielny is a human cockerel. He looks like a human cockerel. As you pointed out, he looks like a dinosaur, but he also looks like a cockerel. It's like a dinosaur that's evolved into a cockerel, then into a man, and just doesn't have the sort of brain of a human. (laughs) It would seem. His distribution's been really, really poor as well. It's it's just all over. He loves to lump it, or just a really short pass to the opposition to put yourself under loads of pressure when you've worked really hard to win the ball back. It's it's uh, it's just baffling at the moment, and Wenger's baffled as well. Just, no one knows Jiro, what to do Jiro and Song just looking at each other going well it wasn't me <laughs> put it in Yukubi's first was amazing isn't oh. it? I'm like there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not running this is what, this is what I do yeah. 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 Yukubi's not played for so long yeah. he was really up for playing then when he started playing he was like oh yeah I don't really like doing this <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. that'll be enough I mean, um, Jovino in the first half had a great chance to slide in Van Persie and sort of get oh, it up yeah. to 3-1 yeah. and Van Persie went mad to him and it's, it's and that same so. yeah of course and I mean it's good to see that response from the captain as well but it is um, it's ludicrous that these same problems are, are cropping up but it's, you've, got to, you've got to question what, what Wenger's teaching them to do well, I, I mean obviously I got an email from Wenger this morning big Wenger as many as do that sign up to the, the newsletter and that sort of thing and yeah. it, it's unusual it, that he's very he just sounds gutted in it just like it's not good enough yeah it's not good enough we're trying to fix it you know it's just the same sort of mistakes ha- happening over and over again and it's, it's maddeningly frustrating no, you can't sort of tell me that at any point in it, like uh, even a training match, those goals will be going in. Mm. Uh, you know, you know oh, they've, the had some, they've had some sticking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God. But the thing with it is, it's you go to Blackburn. You know they're a team that are really strong on set pieces. It's yeah. what they've sort of set their stall out as. So you concentrate. Yeah. At least concentrate. <laughs> yeah. Like they sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the free yeah. kick that came in for the song own goal mm. like if if you were lofting in a free kick to someone for them to practice making clearances <laughs> that's what you would do he didn't even yeah, put it, it in the in. direction of a player of his own team he just sort of lobbed it in there Blackburn yeah. are incredibly <laughs> good they're going to score it for incredibly us. good at corners though. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 it, it seems that that's all they seem to do midweek I think they looked much fitter actually Blackburn they looked a lot sharper I was really concerned how unfit they looked um, uh, up until the game at the weekend we, we, I spoke about it we, we spoke about it last season briefly and we were talking about how at the top level the ability is obviously there it's all about the decisions you make and how you make the right decision at the right time mm. and you just reminded me of that with the, with the Jovino Van Persie thing I've never known a supposedly top team or a Champions League team you know, mm. to consistently make the wrong decision over mm. and over again and it's not I know a couple of the goals were unfortunate songs and Koscielny's and stuff you know, but make the right decision don't mm. give that free kick away it's in, for yeah, example absolutely. You know. I mean Juru in, in leading up to Koscielny's own goals or just got it's like he roasted himself yeah like sort of just <laughs> letting Olsen through it was ludicrous and uh, as you say with the sort of consistent 
consistency thing and uh, you know making those wrong decisions you look at Man United as we were just saying they, they're ruthless yeah. they just they just know what to do straight up, yeah. straight away yeah. you see the ball go to Rooney you see the options open up and, yeah, and yeah. it's just obvious of course uh, but you don't that doesn't happen at Arsenal the reason it was the reason it was part of the reason we were laughing at the beginning to talk about this is because <laughs> you couldn't script it no. basically they'll go away to Blackburn who are like a really strong team <laughs> will score like two own goals and the two guys that will terrorise them will be Dan and Sambo yeah, who they're yeah, supposed yeah. to have signed but didn't bother yeah. you know you could, you could make it up no, it's, it's, well you could but it'd just be really lazy yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, like some deliberately bad Roy of the Rovers <laughs> that's right yeah. <laughs> and you did tweet that when you see Arsenal play like that you think of Jim's little face and laugh well it's yeah. part, part of my life is obviously <laughs> talking about football with Jim so it's always yeah. relevant when it comes to Arsenal I mean, I always think of him I can't help it it's, it's worth pointing out as well that as we sat down to record um, Arsenal and Shrewsbury are, were one all in the Carling <laughs> Cup so we don't know what's going to go on there but Shrews- it already looks Shrewsbury bad Shrewsbury, uh, Shrewsbury uh, leading as well yeah one when, Pete, when Pete said that you opened your mouth and no words came out <laughs> <laughs> go on the shrews that's what I said <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. Um, uh, right all three promoted sides won for the first time on a match day since February 2007 mm. I remember that Interesting. Well, I think we'll be probably all do Pete um, <laughs> Joey Barton played well for QPR and a great win at Wolves yeah, uh, he's he, back he, with Carl Henry reunited yeah. one might say <laughs> he was letting uh, letting Wolves know how well he was playing as well according to Henry wasn't he <laughs> telling everyone he's on 80 grand a week but, but the thing about that is that's you know that's you know, fine. If that's what Barton wants to do, but Carl Henry was sort of using that as an excuse. Yeah, but he's yeah. saying it. He always says it. Well, if he always says it, don't react to it. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like, it. Surely. Henry was saying, you know, oh, they were winning at this point. Why, why bother? And that was almost his justification for clattering into him. That doesn't make it all right. No, but I punched him because I didn't like him. No, yeah, it's exactly, like, yeah. I, like, I quite like the quote. He said, "Jerry Barton was telling everyone he is on eighty grand a week as usual." <laughs> what, he couldn't have earned that much at the start. Yeah. And surely his wages are going to be the same every week. Yeah. Yeah. You know it's going to happen. Still on eighty grand a week, boys. According to you, Carl or Kelvin, you you know what's going to happen. So why are you reacting like that? Yeah. Get yourself a better contract and we'll talk. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, although um, Barton did respond, didn't he? Saying, "I bet Henry feels like an idiot today." And blah blah blah. Hashtag mug. Hashtag some the league player as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm really enjoying this feud. It's so uh, beautifully childish. Yeah. QPR look right more back up for it, don't they? Mm. That's a sentence. Yeah. Any <laughs> they look far more um, you know, energised, dynamic. Mm. Sign a lot of players. Like, they're yeah. setting into the well, league. Well, they, they just they suck, bought a lot of players of Premier League experience, didn't yeah. they? So it's, it's just natural. Well, it makes a hell of a difference. Sean Sean Phillips, though, which is impressive. Sean mm. Phillips looks like he's you know he's found his found yeah. his mojo again. He's, he's mm. playing with a smile on his face, yeah. you know, yeah, it's just, yeah. which he hasn't done for quite a while with his blue spot in his heart and stuff. spot. I think it will benefit Tarab as well to not be sort of as much. That's right. the main man yeah. you know, to have sort of proven quality around him well, before it's that almost level. like he thrives on being the main man and he has to be the centre of attention but at the same time he sort of hates it and, and, mm. and, and reacts badly to it as yeah, well yeah he's you know? like pulling the game up by its shoestring yeah. sort of speed but I think in that sort of situation as QPR are in now they've got the sort of support player so as um, as the manager said himself yeah, like, said that, yeah. there's no excuse to there's no excuse for not scoring more goals uh, he said sort of Warnock said that in reference to throughout we've, we've signed the players to support him now so we've yeah. got to go out and, and, and he, the best thing about the, the weekly uh, press conference he did he goes uh, it's, I mean it's really hard being like a really smart sort of clever uh, creative player I mean centre half I mean they're, they're just thoughtless they don't really and it's like <laughs> you've just, poor old Ferdinand fuck me <laughs> 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 Tarrant's been unlucky this season He's had a couple of great efforts To hit the post and, and, oh, and His ability's never in question and, yeah. and if he carries on playing He will get goals Because as Pete said He's got the players around him now. As Pete said um, uh, Norwich good win away at Bolton And the mm. Swans got their first goals Against West Brom In a 3-0 win yeah. Leroy Leiter Scoring and, and creating a goal mm. um, He could be a big player for them 
Bit of a Premier League experience. I don't think he will be. But he, well, <laughs> I said good. Yeah, he could be. Um, I don't see. I know. I know this has been sort of refuted by numerous Swans fans, but I don't see where they're going to score a human, tremendous amount of goals from. To be honest, no. I mean they scored a reasonable amount in the Championship last season. They didn't struggle for goals, but it doesn't always translate. But it's, it's one of those ones where it's like you're in a league where the big teams are smashing proper putting teams to the swords. So you sort of assume. I mean, this is how bloody Newcastle like fourth or fifth in the league because they've just sneaked up there. They've not scored any goals. You don't think they've, they've played that well, but. They haven't really done much. No, no. I think they defended well. They're defending very well, wrong, but, yeah. but they just they just haven't. They just don't have that sort of focal point up front. I mean, whether Leon Best come, turns into that player <laughs> overnight, I very much doubt it. But you just sort of think that that that, that will secure your position, a decent defence, and not losing five or six nil yeah. because Man United's the Chelsea will hit their stride, and uh, yeah. the Man Cities of this world will just absolutely destroy players. Yeah, the boy they had up front on loan from Chelsea at Swansea last season he's not there he scored quite a lot a lot of goals mm. in, his, in his loan spell there too still so. got Scott, Scott Sinclair still there yeah 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 or maybe they would get someone like I don't know someone like Torres on loan in January <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> they find him out on loan you can go and play the Swansea but you're not playing against them but it's one of those big things yeah. that works. actually you can <laughs> <laughs> Andy Brassel did a really good piece for us back end of last season on the thefootballrumble.com it's our website um, about how much of a folly it is to buy uh, in January and I hate to see uh, managers and owners sort of saying we'll look to January to, to strengthen again it's yeah. like do it now do it now or don't do mm. it at all you need it or you don't I'm yeah. the, you don't I'm need it for half a season yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm of the opinion that I know it's a lot easier said than done but I'd like to see I, don't, I know the reason the transfer window's there and uh, uh, but I'd like to see it end before the season starts in Europe mm. and the yeah. European seasons maybe if they can start uh, closer together so then because as you said Jim the other day it, it feels like it's a false start to the season because yeah. yeah. you have a couple of games and then someone goes oh we're not playing that well oh yeah but they get a couple of players in before yeah. the end of yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. just feels a bit odd it's Sam well, Nasri's played for two Premier League teams this season. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> or do away with the transfer window. Yeah. But the problem um, with that though, Mark, is that if, if you if you do that, then you get to the back end of the season, mm. three months to go, all the rich clubs just buy loads of players up to mm. help them for their final push. Do so you like the transfer window? I do like it. I yeah. think it's I think it's okay, but I think it could be tweaked. Okay. I mean, you, you hit January this this season. You got the African Nations. Yeah, cup, yeah. And then you, they're, they're going to be bringing in. And people are going to be panic buying just because they're losing a player for a cup. That always happens. Isn't it? Always happens. Yeah. Uh, down in the Championship, Southampton top uh, beating Birmingham four one. Birmingham Excellent another, result for another Europa League hangover there maybe. Mm. But Southampton going mm. really well. Worth pointing out in the in the in the Europa League, uh, Braga who played Birmingham took mm. thirteen fans. I think it was. <laughs> 13 Brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they got lucky yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Steve McLaren's Forest Really struggling now Beaten at home mm. By Derby 2-1 After Derby Reduced to 10 men After about 2 minutes uh, Goalkeeper Frank Fielding Was sent off oh, I watched dear. that game And yeah. uh, Forest <laughs> I don't know how it happened but they they even managed to make it look like that Derby had a man over at times it was crazy I reckon Steve McLaren would quite like to have a forest right now <laughs> he could hide in there yeah, and nobody yeah. would have to speak yeah. to him this is a shame because it kind of destroys the theory on McLaren that it's rubbish good rubbish good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that really a theory <laughs> well, it's always been my theory I'm in season lads I'm not smoking to run anyone at Opta but, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't sure think I don't think this is McLaren's fault I really don't you don't no. I, I think they've got an awful lot of good players mate for that, le- for that league they've got players like Andy Reid he's performed at that level mm-hmm. but Jonathan they have Greening the- Lewis McGugan yeah. he's a good player you know they've got Ishmael Miller Matt Derbyshire but you've got they've to got think good players. they've been knocking on the office for such a long time and they've just had the crap kicked out of them again you know what mm-hmm. I mean that's but- psychologically that must be like well who's going to yeah. bring us over but the, who's put us over the line well, McLaren has been saying that uh, you know he, he couldn't get in the players he wanted and uh, that he was it was maybe intimated that he could get so I mean, you know that's 
Yeah, it's not entirely his fault, is it? But he's got to be doing better than that. I think I, I completely disagree. I think the, the blame's at his door. He may not have got the players he wanted, but he has got a squad, or at least a good core of players there who could play at that level. And you know, if you're if you are playing eighty eight, you know, you have eighty eight minutes of a game, a goal up against mm. ten men, you know, it's a perfect start for you. You score a goal. They're down to their keeper gets sent off and you've got 88 minutes left to put they were they were, just to say, they were insipid that's, doesn't mean to say that's McLaren's fault well it's his fault that he can, he can well was it Arsene Wenger's fault that Arsenal playing badly yeah of course it is <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is it's, well, look, it's the, his responsibility the, the, the blame it? is, is split between the players and the manager in any in any situation surely well, to, be a bit, to be a bit more scientific about it then okay there's never been a question mark over Steve McLaren's ability as a coach right? yeah. he's a great coach he's, he's, a, he's, he's built his reputation for an excellent number two mm. and he's done well at places where he maybe hasn't had to impose his authority yeah. on the group of players you know so that's the thing that's in question with McLaren as a manager is, it, as far as I know is authority okay he can't stamp his impression on, on a group of players sometimes and that is exactly Exactly what's happening at Forest. He can't turn it around. I, I know you're saying the players do take some responsibility. Mm. Of course they do. And it's not 100% the manager ever. But when you see um, uh, the, his players standing around appealing for the game to be stopped because a player's injured, like happened, which well, that was the weekend. Yeah. And, and not only that, then um, what's his name? Jamie Ward like, dances through the entire team and yeah. beats the keeper at the mm. near post. Okay, there's some human error in there, but he's got to lift them. And there was only going to be one winner of that game after that happened. Only ever going to be one winner of that game. And just to finish quickly, the, the, the missed. I know Jeff Hendricks scored the winner. But the miss he had um, Where he put, put ahead of Wild of the post He was There was no one within 10 yards of him Yeah And the Forest And the Forest team Had a man extra mm. It's crazy well, It seems that the Forest team Just don't really know What they're being told they you know, by McLaren. They they're, they're, need, sort yeah. of, they're looking around At each other Going oh, It's all Dutch to me <laughs> <laughs> Very good uh, The evergreen Kevin Phillips Scored a beauty for Blackpool mm, What a goal In, in a one draw With Cardiff He's 38 years old <laughs> That but goal the, But then the manager said That um, it was a cross <laughs> Nah, that no, was the way, but, yeah, but the no, manager no, the said the manager that. said that Kevin Phillips Who's the said that it Ian Holloway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the goal, the goal was reminiscent of uh, Felix Magat. I've done a bit of research around Felix Magat, well, yeah. and he scored the goal exactly like that in the '83 European Cup final. For nice, Hamburg. nice, exactly like it. Check it out. Ooh, knowledge bomb. Um, in League Two, Plymouth are without a manager after they sack Peter Reid. Mm. Uh, Captain Carl Fletcher takes over as caretaker manager. Poor old Peter Reid. Mm. Poor old Peter Reid. Yeah, I think dipping his hand in his own pocket to play for the club's heating yeah. bill, auctioning off his 1986 FA Cup runners medal to help Bless him. Uh, I think it was to pay members of staff, was it? Or I think it was a yeah, gas bill, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was a heating bill. Oh, there's a number of different things. Yeah. Good, good bloke, not that good a manager, is that fair? Yeah, I mean, I think he yeah. had an impossible task there. Oh, I'm not blaming him for that particular him. job, yeah. He, he just needs to, he should spend some time on his tyre seat and just, you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can leave with his head held high. <laughs> the guy, the, as far as I know, the guy um, taking over Carl Fletcher, I've not seen an awful lot of Plymouth since they left the championship, actually, but um, the guy who takes over Carl Fletcher, ex-West Ham, is he? Yeah, he, um, he was the, he's been their player of the year the last two seasons, you know. I do hope that the LMA manages to sort of bleed Risdale for some sort of... Reparations to around club still. I don't like to <laughs> yeah. see it. I just, it makes me nervous. I, yeah. I don't like to see it. And and for, for someone, like, I think Peter is a good bloke. And I think you know he, he got Sunderland promoted twice, and he deserves credit for that. It was a long time mm. ago, but he deserves credit for it. He's a good football man. He seems like a nice bloke. You know, he might be a bit hapless, but I don't like to see someone like him being sacked by someone like Risdale. There's, oh, there's not an, an argument though. It's one point out of a possible twenty-seven, yeah. and that something had to change. But he's had and to sell so many players. 40, oh yeah, like, no, I'm not. I'm not players. saying. I'm not saying forty that players really, since like you know, what, two years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's not been completely hamstrung, but a change has to happen, and that's the only feasible one, right? They want to stay in the football league. It's there. It's up to them to make a decision. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a shame. 
I think we're forgetting uh, a, a little matter of a, a little Peruvian scoring a goal for Hartlepool mm, United uh, this, this weekend. And a fine little sort of burst through and finish. Messi-esque, you might say. <laughs> Nolberto Solano. He's a beautiful boy. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my mum's very upset with uh, Nolberto Solano. Oh, no. He hasn't done it again, No, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> not since the court case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, he, uh, my uh, sister goes out with a Peruvian. She's actually living in Peru at the moment. Okay. And, and uh, a beautiful country it is. A beautiful country it is. Too. And uh, my mum tried to get a signed photograph of Nobby Solano by writing to Hartlepool United, yeah. and uh, she's not heard anything. Oh, this was back got, in no, June. That's so. not got to him. That has not got to him. But that's what I said to mum. I said, I, I'm trying to think. Can you imagine how many people work at Hartlepool United? Then I thought, Five, can you five, imagine five. how many people work <laughs> yeah, at Hartlepool United? It's more likely to be the case that there's one bloke who's doing everything. And doesn't go around <laughs> yeah, <to it>. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So my ma- so the, the bottom line is, mum not happy. Nobby Solano. Uh, shall we go to Scotland? <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's Get go. The trumpet. Let's go to the SPL <laughs> on that well. on that sad note. Uh, the big one Rangers 4 Celtic 2 a bit uh, a draw would have been the best result for your Gorgie boys for the Gorgie boys they won don't worry about that um, uh, but to Alan McGregor with a, with a mistake but fortunately his teammates managed to get the goals that won the game and saved the brushes it taught me a great thing that it's, there's nothing more satisfying in football than screaming Alan McGregor in a really broad Glaswegian accent <laughs> it's very satisfying Hmm. You've undone all your good punditry. Go I feel. Should we have a go? <laughs> yeah, go all of us at once. Okay. No, you just you, Jimbo. Alan McGregor. <laughs> God, yeah, that is really satisfying. It feels good, yeah. doesn't it? Oh, feels God, good. it feels like I'm shouting at the moon. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was uh, a Taibi-esque error, which is a bit unfair to say because we know Taibi wasn't really that bad, yeah. but it was reminiscent of that. That's right. Uh, now, at the risk of um, more men shouting around me, did you see uh, who was in the box with? Uh, you know, Ali McCoyst obviously watches the game like yeah. Walter Smith used to do yeah. up in, in one of the boxes. Often you get a few famous faces or infamous faces in there. Andy Gray hmm. was just in front now, of him. Now, you, Mark. Wrote yes. on the email that uh, Andy Gray was in the box celebrating. <laughs> now I thought <laughs> of a completely different box, and I'm thinking no. he's going to be in trouble for that. Uh, yeah, this in me box. He's not allowed on telly anymore. <laughs> no, I wasn't talking about the genitals. I was talking about the penalty area. Oh, okay, right. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, Jiminy it works on both levels. It works on yeah. both levels. Good. Yeah. That's um, very kind. Yeah. Uh, was it nice to see? Andy? Oh, I'll do it. Then. Come on. <laughs> Am I going to have to prompt? I've seen the game and we've won it, and I've been happy. And I know I have And I've said so myself I've left the ground with my feet I know you have And I know you know I have <laughs> Take a bow Andy yeah, See uh, yeah. Chris Commons uh, Doing some complaining on Twitter I was fit and I couldn't play He oh. wouldn't let us play And Lennon just went why are you talking yeah. about this yeah. on Twitter? What's yeah. Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been part of a squad before? Yeah, yeah. Um, you, weren't, uh, you weren't pit, mate. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Just replied, you weren't pit. Yeah. <laughs> now, <coughs> eligible me. isn't pit, though, is it? Yeah. Eligible is different. <laughs> We're all eligible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, now, that wasn't the only derby going on at the weekend, I believe. The Stockholm derby also took place uh, in Sweden, of course. AIK and uh, Jewel Garden. Um, with both sets of fans staging a protest for the first ten minutes of the match, being silent. Eerie, isn't it? Is this to do with um, being a perceived sort of heavy-handed treatment by the authorities? It was, yeah. yeah. I think the Swedish FA uh, or the Swedish governing body of football, <laughs> they have been clamping down on, I suppose, individual acts of hooliganism. Is it fair to say Kenny Pavey didn't get the memo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll move on to Kenny Pavey in just a second. Don't we worry about that. Um, so yeah, they, they've been clamping down very, very harshly. Real zero tolerance policy, and the fans are saying, you know, you're going over the top here. We're allowed to act like fans. This is ridiculous. So, so the 
minutes was this is what it'll be like without fans basically. exactly that's but what a lot of the thing is there was must have been like the, you know that scene in the birds <laughs> where they come out and they're all just sat there eerie yeah silent yeah. but it was quite eerie you know, and like you could hear the footballers like, shouting could, at but each you could other hear, but you could hear a bit of muttering I was a bit annoyed at that I was going come on if you're going to do a protest, do it properly. It's ten if, minutes, you don't need to speak. If one does it, you, you might as well all do it. <laughs> yeah. But on the ten minute mark, when they all suddenly came to life, it was quite. Great. And they all had them s- the coloured different coloured scarves, and That's they both right. had um, yeah. and they, they had like their um, their colours. <laughs> but didn't they then set off loads of fireworks, <laughs> throw them on the pitch? Slightly <laughs> <laughs> <I'm, I'm laughs> yeah. counterproductive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to gloss over that. But, um, <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because they are saying it's heavy. I think, it was, I think you, that was at the start of the second half. But you can't, <laughs> have, you can't have a single firework in the ground. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's ludicrous. They, they are protesting over a silly thing, though, I think. Yeah. I'm team fans. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Kenny Pavey, he played. He came on the 65th minute, I think. Should have been sent off about three or four times. And straight reds. <laughs> <laughs> he threw <laughs> <probably laughs> someone in the back of the show, Kenny Pavey. Did, did he come on just sort of swinging a lit firework? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you! One, one of the things... Or a mace, I don't know. No, I suppose if he comes on, the, on, on as a substitute in a derby, he's picking up the pace of the game. He's getting involved. Which you understand, he's that type of player. But one of the challenges was the the game had stopped. He was running. He ran in front of the ref, shoulder barged, and head butted the other guy <laughs> who went down. And the ref just carried on. Yeah. Normal, you know. So, am I right in saying that he didn't get a, a booking for no, either nothing, of those offences? Because that boot, I think the he, boot was even worse. He kicked it was someone like... between the legs whilst going up for a header. Yeah. I've never seen he it. didn't even bother jumping. He just booted him. <laughs> <laughs> a rival Kenny yeah. yeah. Pavey oh dear, oh dear. Boo. Um, boy. We, we do love him though even though he's a, a little bit of a vagabond <laughs> um, uh, right uh, well silent fans we're talking about um, bans and what not uh, in Turkey clubs whose fans are involved in crowd trouble will ban male fans over the age of 12 but women and children can go in they, they say this is a better alternative than playing games behind closed doors I think it's an excellent idea it'd be really really interesting have you, have you ever seen netball on TV yeah <laughs> It's very odd because the, the crowd are all women, so the cheers are very shrill. Yeah. Well, it would so be really it, it interesting like, to see football played like that. It was like England back end of, um, well, sort of mid 90s. It was, before, yeah. Because school, school, yeah. all the school kids would just be let in, and it would just be, and they'd have like free tickets for every school in the That's area. Right. I think they should bring that would, back, actually. Because yeah. you see, you yeah, see yeah, how these stadiums all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. You they know, should, should do. definitely do that. They should indeed. Now, let's They're go. They're going to buy programs, aren't they? But yeah, I mean, it's fundamentally sexist. Let's be that clear. La Liga. Yes, all right. They were there. Why not? Uh, Barcelona eight, Osasuna zero. Eighty-three percent possession. They were <laughs> unbelievable. Oh my goodness. Even any, by slips? Their own any slips? Any oh, slips? are plenty. The defending was a joke. Xavi's lob was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It was a lob. It was deft. It was beautiful. Can I stick my neck out and say it was actually a chip, which is a, f- a form of lob, but it was more specifically a chip. No, I think oh, it wasn't it was off the ground. I wasn't it was a volleyed lob, I think. Yeah, I think oh, it was sorry, I thought it was off the ground. Fair enough. Mm, no. Then um, you can't. No, I can't. No. Me- Messi's on either eight or nine goals already. Yeah. So, so, same as Rooney, mate. I was going to say. S- yeah. Still, I mean, it's, it's and Aguero. Aguero's got eight, I think. God, all of them ridiculous. Mm. Um, but, Real Madrid lost. Yeah. We talked about Barcelona dropping two points. Madrid have lo- yeah. uh, dropped three points to Levante. Kadira sent off. I read a great thing about the banner they had up uh, in response to Cristiano Ronaldo's. Um, uh, statement about how people don't like him because he's handsome, rich, and good at football. Yes. Some, apparently, I, I think I read this in Sid Lowe's column. Um, Levant put a, Levante, sorry, put a banner up saying, "We are ugly, poor, and bad at football." <laughs> <laughs> and then they won, which is amazing. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, did you see Di Maria in all the <laughs> yeah, doing di- diamond? Just on the unbelievable, <laughs> just sort of grabbing his eyeball. I want to around. like Di Maria. 
Yeah, but he just makes <laughs> it so hard, doesn't yeah. he? He's a very good player, but, but he's Bush just gets. such a... Yeah, makes yeah. it hard, yeah. Oh, dear. Falcao got his first goal for Atletico Madrid. Yeah, a turn and shot. Off and running. Goals, yeah, goals. Them losing Aguero and Forlan at the same time is potentially catastrophic, but it looks like he's just going to, you know, fill that void. They've got a great history of really, really brilliant strikers, haven't they, from, you know... They've got Diego as well, but if you get on loan... Yeah, of Nice to see Falcao playing... Nice to see Falcao playing as a number nine as well, in a number nine shirt. Yeah. He's record at Porto, 72 and 87. Decent. Pick that out. I will do. Pick the bones out of that, Marcus. Uh, right, in the Bundesliga, uh, Bayern versus Schalke. We're all uh, wondering what was going to happen here with Neuer returning to his old club to get much abuse. And I think he did, but um, he kept a clean from sheet. Everyone. From everyone. Yeah, <laughs> from his own supporters, from the, the away supporters. Um, yeah, he kept a clean sheet. Bayern uh, 1-2-0, good result for them. And there was a lovely moment in uh, the Bundesliga over the weekend. The Wolfsburg uh, goalkeeper was sent off. We like a, to see it. And an outfield player went in goal and was useless yeah, well, <laughs> there's two things I love to see right? one is the outfield player going in goal and if possible I don't want him to be like Phil Jagielka no, no, actually no. Decent. I want him to be terrible yeah. and, and, and what happened was the, the Japanese midfielder I forget his name he went in and there were 2-1 down they ended up losing 3-1 the, stri- the striker scored and you know when the striker a classic example of this is when Rooney did it um, against I think it was against Portugal mm. you know the World Cup 2006 or Euro 2004 I forget he gave him the eye sent him the wrong way and slipped it in the bottom corner yeah. um, now this this guy did this against this midfielder who was in goal and he, he sent him for such a dummy he pirouetted the wrong way <laughs> and didn't even dive and the ball just went in it was amazing it's definitely worth checking out it's yes, so good. Uh, I'll, I'm going to put this uh, audio clip at the end of uh, the, this very episode but um, when Peterson scored Peterson Peterson uh, for um Bayern hmm. um, This beautiful bit of uh, commentary I think it's one of the Assyrian languages I'm not really sure But it's, it's definitely Arabic In, in uh, Yeah, yeah. Know, Genesis Origin, yeah. Um, Where he's just sort of going Halla 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 <laughs> It's this beautiful Sort of like Orgasmic Sort of shrill It sounds uh, quite po- poetic it, well, It's beautiful I'm no. going to put it at the end It's not nice rhythm stuff. Mm. Halla like Halla Good <laughs> Commentary and music mm. um, Right in uh, Everybody loved it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going for going for gold. Gold. It's gone for gold. Oh, good. <laughs> you big idiots. I've been counting down the minutes. <laughs> oh, what happens is I throw out a lot of um, a lot of clues to a footballer, and you guys have got to guess who it is. Just tell me to stop at any moment, and you can have a crack. Take a shot at the big boy. Jim, are you on a hat trick? No. Uh, no. Me. Oh, you're on All ones, and I'm on two. Yeah, Pete's okay. even on one because we didn't get it one week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one was that one? A woeful week. David Beckham, it was. Is it Steve Griffith? Eddie Newton, it was. Eddie Newton. Eddie Newton. I actually forgot Eddie Newton existed. He's definitely not going to be at this time. Boo you, I tell you. Boo you. Right, what have we got? Your first clue? My first team were nicknamed Cineset, the Blues. I made my international debut against Malta. In my first season in the Premier League, I was voted best player in my position. Stop. Manja Vidic. No. My middle name is Albert. Stop. Scott Carson. No. My rival in my national team, his middle name was Miko. Or Miko. I gained 55 caps for my country, the last coming in a one-all against Germany in October 2009. I once slapped Roger Johnson of Birmingham City right in the chops Stop. and it was well funny. He's got it. <laughs> Is it El Hajj Juf? No. Of course it's not, that's no. an average guess. El Hajj Albert Juf? <laughs> <laughs> 
You never know. You never know. I once saved a Rude Van Nistelrooy penalty. Mm. I think we've isolated the position that he's playing <laughs> That's in. That's why I went to Carlton early on. Yeah. <laughs> I have played over 500 times for my Premier League team. Stop. Brad Friedel. No. My rival in my national team's <laughs> first name was Anti. Oh, oh stop. Stop. He's got it, Jimbo, that was. UT Ascalina? Ah. Correct. <laughs> yes! <laughs> that took us ages. <laughs> I, I, love the way, keeper. I love the way that we've re- removed the, the barrier that's, that we definitely <laughs> we've got some knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's not about. But good it's one, kind it's of. But, but it's, it puts images in your head that you're not really yeah. comfortable with. Yeah. It's, it, There's it, nothing it, to hang your hat on. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I thought it was an England goalkeeper. Mind you, every single listener to this show tweaks in every week, so I've got that off the first clue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you're all worried about. <laughs> Just Googled it. Your places aren't safe. That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, but it's time for emails, though. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Shall I get the first one out? Go on, then, old sport. Email sack. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Ramblers, says uh, Lars. In line with recent stories of bags given to the man of the match, I've got a story from a few years back. It happened in the Norwegian top flight when Man United striker Mame Biram Diouf, then playing for Molde, was awarded a mountain bike after the match. When the interview was over, the TV cameras picked up a bemused Diouf uh, standing by his bike in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the reporter continued interviewing other people and Marmir was looking more and more desperate, not really knowing what to do. It became obvious that he had no idea how to ride the bike and in the end his clubmate and fellow Senegalese player Papa Pate Diouf helped him up on the bike and pushed him. It was the greatest <laughs> background entertainment in the history of football reporting. I've tried to find video evidence of this but not succeeded, I'm afraid. It's also a fun fact that in the game Mulder played with a strike force consisting of a mama and a Papa Diouf. Oh, that's great lovely. Stuff. With utmost respect, says Lars. Yeah, and brother Good. and sister on the wings <laughs> <laughs> giving birth to gold <laughs> Jimbo I have an email as well it's again it's about this this subject of weird things being given out for uh, man of the match we which is a cord uh, we have with the footballing public it, again it, Jim it keeps going it's a rich vein <laughs> instead of repulsing <laughs> them like we usually do <laughs> yeah, like, we do, like we do to women <laughs> hello ramblers hello it's all right. Following on from your discussion both last and the previous week about the Coca-Cola bike prize given to the man of the match, I'd like to alert you to Gornik uh, Zabshruya. I don't know if that's pronounced properly because um, uh, Ryan Hubbard, who sent this email in, has put uh, he's put like how to pronounce it phonetically uh, in brackets, but that's just ineligible Hasn't as well. Helped. So yeah, it's not helped. Um, uh, but they sorry, are a team sorry. illegible, not ineligible. In a, well, it's, it's all of those things, um, <laughs> and they're a team in the Polish uh, extra class. Which Ryan follows, right? And uh, it is a tradition of the club uh, that at every home game, the Gornock uh, Man of the Match is awarded a prize of a live chicken. <laughs> can, that, it, can that be true? It is awarded, it is awarded by Stanislaw Setkowski, uh, Gornick's answer to Portsmouth, um, Portsmouth's man with the bell. Uh, Setkowski <laughs> breeds the poultry himself, but if a player wants to eat the bird, it's the player's job to kill it. On the bright side, over the past few seasons, Mr. Setkowski has started to put the bird in a cage. Uh, maybe this is one we could get our Polish blogger, Mikhail Zakodny, to verify. Because, uh, it, it, is, it does seem questionable. Yeah. But that is from Ryan Hubbard, so thank you very much, Ryan. Brings a whole new word, me into the word foul, doesn't it? <laughs> one for the Venkies. Yeah. <laughs> Venkies do that. Yeah, the Blackburn should do that. Yeah. Oh. Good people, it's profile time, and we've got a team going into the Dean Windows Hall of Fame this week. It's Chivas Guadalajara from Mexico. Oh, the Mexicans? Mm. How about that? The plucky Mexicans. The plucky Mexicans. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, uh, they were founded on May the 8th, 1906. Mm. 
Oh god, uh, 61 years before the Summer of Love. Better. Sprung <laughs> um, They are, of course, a Mexican football club based in Guadalajara. They play in Mexico's top flight and are one of the most successful teams in Mexican football history. And they have the biggest fan base in Mexico, Jim. And that's a big place. It's yeah. a bloody big Very place. Very highly populated place yeah. as well, you know. That, well, Mexico City, uh, yeah. which is obviously not the city they're from, it was one of the biggest populated cities in the world at there one you point. Go. So there you go. Um, they've also never been relegated from the top division. Which is always a good achievement. Um, now, the uniqueness of Chivas is found in their Cantera policy, which is, uh, I suppose, similar to, slightly to Athletic Bilbao. Um, that they only field players from Mexico or of Mexican heritage. This has uh, won the many supporters and admirers in Mexico. I quite like that. It's quite a nice touch. Mm, yeah. A few little names that have, have come out of the club. I, I tell you, I can tell you one definitely. Carlos on. Vela. Carlos Vela. Arsenal player. Mm. Yeah. Carlos Salcedo. Oh, yeah, Fulham. Chicharito Hernandez Chicharito Chicharito Little P A little P Um, That's right So yeah as I said They were founded in 1906 By a Belgian man um, Called Edgar the irony of them not fielding anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's the sort of thing we criticise Russia for. Yeah. <laughs> First general meeting, we're only doing Mexican. What, see you later then? All right. <laughs> My work is done. Oh, God. <laughs> I've strung myself right up. I, have, I am a turkey that's voted for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he may or may not have said in Belgian. Well, it, Flemish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am a chocolate that have voted for mouth. That'll do. Yeah, that's fine. And we move on. Um, I, mean, I speak Russian. We now. move on together. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Um, Unit. He, f- <laughs> he formed a team uh, called Club de Football Union, which um, was the, that was the origins of, of Chivas Guadalajara. Soon after they were created, they went on a European tour, um, which I always find that quite funny. It's 1906, 1907, yeah. teams from the other side of the world tour in Europe. Mm. But it does make it sound like they're playing songs. Yeah. yeah. Takes a while to get there and back and all sorts. It's yeah. a long old hop, yeah. you know. But then you didn't have a professional league at the time, so yeah. what else were they going to do? Yeah, true. So we, we had, we, we've talked about many examples of sort of European teams going to Brazil and stuff like that. Yeah. You know? So let them go. Go back yeah, the other it, way. Do what you want. I suppose, right. weirdly, this is in the time that the game was spreading, wasn't it? So this sort yeah. of thing would have been really important to that. An yeah. excellent point, Jim. Mm. Um, so uh, now, old Edgar realised that the uh, the teams um, who who were named after their towns or cities in Europe were more popular to the local communities. So in uh, 1908, the club's name was changed to Club Deportivo Guadalajara by um, Edgar Avaret. So um, that same year, it was also put in place that the team would only field Mexican players because. At the time, I think Mexicans felt a little oppressed by um, those who were living in the country from abroad, and so to gain sort of more public support, uh, they thought this was a good idea. Now, we fast forward to the 40s. In 1943, the Professional League was founded in Mexico. Guadalajara were one of the founding teams. Uh, and now in 1948 it was a significant year in their history because after a poor display against a team called Tampico which is also the name of an orange juice I think out there which is very tasty very okay. sugary though so don't drink too much of it um, <laughs> a local newspaper there are other orange juices available a local newspaper described Guadalajara's players as running around the pitch aimlessly like a herd of goats or Chivas in I, Spanish I was going to say does Chivas mean goats in Spanish it does yeah I, I, didn't, I, I couldn't put the connection to that together really that's, well that's it that's where it comes from yeah. and it was obviously um, said in uh, a derogatory manner but uh, the Guadalajara fans turned it round over the years and that the club is pretty much known by that name now sorry the guy who founded him has got to be gutted yeah. He changed the name of the team <laughs> to the name of the city to get more fans, and they start calling them goats. <laughs> yeah, no. but this is the 40s, so he might have been long gone by then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. better than Gotsy. 
I'll tell you what, don't Google that. This is this is a lovely one though. Another nickname of theirs is El Rabano Sagrado, which is the Holy Flock. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that. Um, now their golden period was from uh, fifty-seven to sixty-five. They won seven league titles, and the team in the late fifties is considered one of the best teams in Mexican history. Um, now let's move on to their rivalries because this is where the fun really begins. Um, They've got two main rivalries. The biggest one is with, uh, I suppose, the other big side in Mexico. America. Called Club America, yeah. yeah. The uh, Super Classico. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the 1950s, their rivalry began. This was because the two most popular clubs at the time, Nakatsa and Atlante, went through bad periods and fell into crisis. So Chivas replaced them. And I've never really looked back. as still the most popular club <clears throat> in Mexico. I remember Nakatsa being in the Club World Championships. Against yeah. Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, also on the rise at the time in the 50s were Club America, who were backed by a uh, big media mogul at the time, Emilio Azcarraga, who said um, back in the day, with their Mexican players, Chivas are the good guys But we're going to buy The best foreigners And become the bad guys <laughs> I like that He, likes <laughs> makes, he set his stall out Makes no excuses yeah. And they're still there Yeah the, that, They're still the two big Them's fine words yeah. So uh, in uh, 1965 There was a particularly Volatile match um, With uh, now Chivas legend Guilmero El Tigre The Tiger uh, Sepulveda being sent off He took off his shirt And threw it to the ground And pointed at it And said that's all you need To beat America And walked off Now 45 years on from that In 2009 um, At half time of the for Classico He's still there the br- yeah. <laughs> No They got the tiger out again 75 years old He came out And repeated the act <laughs> <laughs> 45 brilliant. years old And Chivas went on To win 1-0 The amount of times We do profiles And talk about <laughs> South American football And I just think <laughs> well, it's it's Europe, You're America. doing it wrong <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is Central America yes, Yeah okay Yeah, yeah sure sure Same, well, same ballpark yeah, yeah. Um, uh, So uh, That's that one So the, the Guadalajara derby Is between Atlas And uh, Chivas Of course And this is the oldest Surviving Rivalry in Mexican football. Now, people from this is Atlas the God as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's holding up the sky. Chivas are a much bigger club, are they not? They are in, in, indeed. Yeah, people from Guadalajara are called um, Los Tapatios. So the the derby is called the Clasico Tapatio. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, which is great. Um, uh, the barbecue I'm, de patio. Why am I mind of the Fred West? <laughs> oh come on! Right. Anyway, so um, now Atlas are. Pretty much the rich guys across town, yeah. and uh, Chivas are more the working men. So, um, very early on in the history of this fixture, sometimes the Atlas players, just to wind up um, the Chivas players, they would, uh, or Guadalajara as they were called at the time, um, would talk in English to each other just to confuse the, um, the, the Guadalajara players. Snobby! Yeah, it's incredible, snobby. isn't it? Isn't it just? But there's, there's a great story from um, the, the Clasico Tapatio in uh, 1955. <laughs> I just like it when you say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, or Tapatio, as a I suppose it would be pronounced um, Chivas were 2-0 up and their goalkeeper um, Gomez took the mick out of the opposition by getting someone from the crowd to throw him a magazine uh, Chivas were at home and so he basically leant up against the post and just started reading the magazine saying I love it. I've got nothing to do um, Atlas were fuming at this so when they went to uh, oh, but Chivas, I took it well though when, well, <laughs> when Chivas went to uh, Atlas um, uh, Atlas won 3-0 and the fans were so incensed that every time a goal went in Magazines just rain down on the key. <laughs> that is class. <laughs> that is class. How good is that? Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> They've thrown the book at him. Yeah, they have. They have indeed. Um, so, uh, Chivas Guadalajara, they also have a sister team in the MLS, um, Chivas USA. I love that. They're owned by a Mexican. 
um, that's right. I think I think it's the, the yeah. similar the same owners or oh, certainly okay. um, vested interests. And every year, um, the Chivas US uh, and uh, Chivas Guadalajara play against each other in the Chiva Clasico. Oh, nice. so there's a few classicos going there, but we'll end um, with a quote from the club's official anthem. It says, "We're legends of the Mexican Mexican game. Whenever wherever you are in Mexico, you'll always find a fellow Chiva <laughs> which <laughs> is lovely <laughs> stuff." And go on the goats, the goats, the Mexican goats. They absolutely hammered Barcelona four um, one. Um, Pinto never seen so much action. That um, Marco <laughs> Fabian, the, the the sort of fellows that knew hope for that particular yeah. uh, club and indeed uh, that particular country. He scored like a bicycle kick. Like, he right was one in. It was earlier in the season. Was oh, was it was like okay. August time, mm. and uh, yeah, it was, it was absolutely fabulous. But uh, they beat them four one. But they seem to play faithless every time they scored. Is that right? I think so. Which track? I can't remember now. I think God is a detail. So they play some sort of like house track every time they score. They certainly did on the clip that I uh, nice. that I saw. Let them. Let them. <laughs> allow them. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the football ramble this week. Sorry, but we have to leave at some point. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com, Jimmy. It is, and uh, if you get over to the website this week, you'll see the blog which features the defensive one, Joey Barton. Rupert Fryer explains the Copper Rocker, a tournament between just Argentina Great and Brazil. That's the, it's got the best name on the planet, frankly, I think, <laughs> for a cup competition. If you can top that, do email in. That's a It's not a cup, though, is it? Um, there's an interview with the one and only Barry Davies, exclusively from the pages of the Blizzard, so oh. get over and look at that. that that's oh. great, as well as Minute by Minute, it's, uh, Dean Windass Hall of Fame entrance, and the Adventures of the Forum and all kinds of stuff, so get over there, it's footballramble.com. On the Forum last week, uh, we were giving away a, uh, a competition prize, basically, a copy of Dead Island on uh, Xbox 360, and also a copy of Body Counter, a very good shooter as well. Um, just basically suggesting highlights from the Forum, and indeed highlights uh, from the Football Ramble, basically. Uh, the sure suggestion who wins a copy of Body Count will be at RCKD, so, uh, and he nominated uh, me changing the Wikipedia page for uh, Kakafu, and indeed... Um, the oh, Aston. he picked me up, so he wins. Well, I didn't choose them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt, yeah, yeah. Matt, the webmaster, chose oh, these. So he's basically foisted this upon me. Um, and uh, the person who wins uh, the copy of Dead Island on Xbox 360 is uh, Emmanuel Abuiz Tiger Suit for suggesting the pun thread, which has been just just yeah. a constant source of mirth and hilarity. It's what it sounds like. Let time. me pick up the pun thread and I'll bring it in for next week's show. And there's an amazing couple on there. Well, I'll, I'll have to read them out because we love a pun on there, don't we? We do. We certainly do. Um, there'll be another competition this week. Uh, to win a copy of uh, F1 2011 it's the new game it's just come out now and it's uh, very very good it's a, a Formula 1 simulation effectively from Codemasters who are kind of the experts at this sort of thing footballramble.com forward slash forum slashy slash uh, and remember Ramble Pick Live uh, people uh, lots of monies and funds to be had uh, <laughs> on there it's live fantasy football during um, televised football matches uh, coming up this Saturday I can't think off the top of my head but it'll definitely be there so get involved that that gives me just about enough time to say goodbye Jim goodbye. Oh, <laughs> oh, crafty goodbye coming. ruined everything goodbye everybody and goodbye Luke go fuck yourself <laughs> it's been a while isn't it yes. it is my birthday it's a classic don't have nightmares oh crumbs Tony Crowe's complaining that the wall wasn't back 10 metres fuego <laughs> Pegarle a la pelota. 
pase que era para bueno, para Fierro, la pelota le pasa por debajo. Don't have nightmares. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.